Hi, this is Mitch Tyke, and I've moved on from my stint at the Milwaukee affiliate of National Public Radio to a second act, or maybe a sixth or seventh act, with NCPR in upstate New York. This, too, is the second part to an interview. Let's see if Chris and Jim can redeem themselves after their subpar efforts in the first half of the interview, or better yet, maybe the guest will storm out. It's Season 7 of the Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. It is Chris Barr, as always, with Jim Martin. Hello, Jim. Hello, Chris. How's it going? Going well. We're, this is the seventh season. This is the second half of the first interview of the se- seventh season. Uh, our guest for the first episode of every year is Dave Bull. Welcome, Dave. Hello. 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 Yeah, and so we we always do Dave alone. Uh, we have a Dave. We don't, we don't leave Dave alone. We don't leave Dave alone. Do Dave yeah. alone, yeah. Yeah, we have Dave alone for one episode. Dave's not here, man. Yeah, and then we <laughs> pair him with somebody uh, from past episodes, you know, kind of our, our not for primetime players here, right? Yeah. We've got people come back, and I'm a little disappointed because I'm pairing him with Chad Honer. Hello, Chad. Hey, guys. How's it going? And I think these two guys would be buddies. I do, too. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. You're saying you're disappointed because Dave's not feeling well, so he's on Zoom today. I, I forgot to say that. Yeah. Dave is. Dave has got. We're going to say COVID. We're going to say he's got COVID. Who knows? But he didn't. He didn't show up today, so they can't meet in person. Didn't so. show up. Yeah, there's a no show. Yeah. So this uh, this bromance that I was trying to build is not going to happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. Right. Right. And I'm glad that I'm not the letdown in the episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. We have Chad Horner here. I was like, what? What are you? Wait a minute. So this is the seven seasons. The idea I came up with for this episode is seven is in Western culture is the lucky number, right? So I want to talk about things that happened in seven here today. Let's just start with days of the week. Why isn't it like a metric thing? How come we don't have 10 days of the week? Do we want to get biblical with it? I mean, <laughs> let's, let's consider that. I mean, God I, worked for six days, made everything and then said, you know what? I'm taking a day off well, on the seventh seven day. days. Because seven is the perfect number. It's not just a lucky number in Western culture. It's the perfect number in theology. Do you think that okay. seven right. is the lucky number because of uh, God created the earth in seven days? I don't know if I want to go that far. But I'm not willing to dismiss it. We have we have seven continents. We have seven colors of the rainbow, yeah. seven chakras, yeah. seven wonders of the world. How about now? These are all things that I, I was going to talk about. So seven continents. Most of them are pretty distinct. Europe and Asia, you know, that's kind of one continent. Is there a divide? Is there a continental divide in there somewhere? Is it the Ural Mountains at the east end of Europe, west end of Asia? Somehow Russia gets to be on both sides, though. Yeah, one thing that kind of really weirds me out is we watch a lot of Britbox and stuff like that. And in England, they call people from India Asians. They'll talk about an Asian person. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm thinking... Japan, Korea, but then they show someone from India. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah, well, I guess they're Asian, right? But Columbus didn't go looking for the Asians. He went looking for India, for the spice trade. Right. And, of course, certain words go out of style. I'm going to use it here. You know, there's the Orient Express, right? Mm-hmm. Because it went to the Orient, and they, they called people at that time Orientals. Mm-hmm. The opposite of that is anybody? The Westerners. No. No. What? <laughs> The Occident is the West. I never would have got that. Isn't hmm. there an Occidental Insurance Company? Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm dancing around all these things about these words that 
to become archaic. But it is kind of funny how, I don't know about you, and I won't say the words, but that used words for different minority groups that are different than the words we use now. And we all kind of held our breath and giggled a little bit. But this is what they knew. And, you know, back then, there was the Orient Express, and the people on one side were the Occidentals, and the other people were the Orientals. And nobody meant anything harm, any harm by it, but then those terms become out of fashion, and the mm-hmm. people that use them, oh, my God, they're terrible people. But no, they're just well, the terms they knew at the time. Did our grandparents snicker at phrases that maybe our great-grandparents used, or even great-great-grandparents that kind of came out of style in the 40s and 50s and such? I mean... You know, the seven seven words you can't use is now the million words you cannot use. <laughs> point about this is not so much that you know people shouldn't keep up with terminology. It's that we shouldn't hold people to unfair standards, you know, presentism, right? Where people base everything upon the present. You know, we're the hip ones and the people are back. You know, we're cooler than them. So they should be grandfathered in, you think? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, because that's going to be us, and maybe it already is. We're using words that maybe we shouldn't use. You're using them. I'm yes. not using those words. <laughs> You used accidental tonight. I just, I don't know about that one. I, I know, I know. And I might have to bleep that all out now. All right, The Seven Deadly Sins. How many of these can you guys get? If you've seen the movie Seven, you got it all down. So uh, Greed, avarice, sloth, lust. I'll, I'll read them here. Envy, mm-hmm. pride, anger. Is that avarice? Finish the list. We'll figure it out. Sloth, greed, gluttony, lust. Ang- Everest so, and anger are yes, I believe those are similar. All right, well then let's let's go. To, uh, you got the seven seven deadly sins. Then we got the seven virtues: chastity and charity, temperance. Temperance is is referring just to not drinking or what? it's like moderation, diligence, patience, hey. kindness, and humility. Hmm. I have a lot of humility, actually. Yeah, so, I, I tell uh, a lot of people I have it, so. I'll make sure everybody knows. So, uh, so which one of the seven deadly sins are you most guilty of, and which ones of the seven virtues that you have? I think it's almost if you try to say I have this virtue, you really don't have that virtue. Right. right. Somebody else has to declare it for you. Mm-hmm. For example, in in basketball, they say the teams that press don't like to be pressed, and I found with my patients, you know, no names, obviously, the patients they claim to have the highest pain tolerance have the lowest pain tolerance. Oh, really? Yeah. Sure. I can see that. Yeah, they they have built themselves up to think, oh, I have this, also, but they really don't. This is a conundrum we have in the medical legal world when we have, you know, court cases that go and the patient's got pain, um, and they're talking about this hyperinflated pain, but yet that doesn't creep into any aspect of their life where they still can work properly and they can go for bike rides just like that and, so you try to suss out what actually is true here for their pain level right. because it is completely subjective and there's no way to measure it. Yeah, right. And me and Dave know, again, from our business, our practice, is that so many people, their pain is 10 out of 10 at all times. Yeah. You say 10 is the worst pain you've ever had. It's like giving birth. It's like breaking your femur. And they claim to have this all day, every day for you know years on end. As Chris knows, too, we do have an autonomic response, too. So if you're in 10 out of 10 pain... You most likely have elevated blood pressure, elevated pulse, elevated respiration rates. So if you have these things that are normal, it's hard to then say someone's got severe pain if they have normal blood pressure, pulse, and respiration rates. You know what you ought to do is just snap their femur and then say, okay, 
There's your 10. Right. And that's the 10. So now where are you? Yeah. Well, I was going to ask a we, simple question. Just if somebody has a high amount of chronic pain, is that something, something they acclimate to? And then their other indicators would reset to a more normal expected level for somebody who doesn't have that kind of pain. And and that is what it does happen too. And the, the analogy we use is if someone starts pinching you and they hold that same pressure for a while, you, you eventually just numb that out. You don't feel it until they actually increase the pressure on that. Right. And we're kind of drifting into a more serious topic here, but yeah, we talked a little bit about pain in our episode talking about addiction. Yeah. And there is a problem in this country with people, how do we say this, handling pain improperly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, expecting to go through life without pain. And what was it, Dave? Whatever year that they wanted to push pain as the fifth vital, was it? Yeah. That, that kind of started the whole opioid epidemic where the medical establishment, maybe the pharmaceutical companies, started pushing control of pain as paramount. And that's led to a huge problem. And the thing is, too, it's like everybody's actually, we talked this, too, with how the idea of having no pain and no altered function is basically an impossible goal to ever have, especially, you know, for anyone over the age of 35. We're going to have little issues here and there with degenerative changes that we go through and stuff like that. And, and having discomfort is just part of normal everyday living and we actually got to learn to accept a little bit of that and that's where you get this cognitive behavioral therapy aspect too for people that do have chronic pain as far as understanding they do have this pain and how to actually live with it versus living against it right all right so moving on from pain oh, hey, but hold on before we do that yeah i mean can we not quote one of the greatest movies ever the right. princess bride life is pain highness Anybody who's trying to tell you different is selling you something. Or another uh, movie quote was, I ain't got time for pain. What's that? Oh, Predator, the great governor, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. You're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. And it was actually the line I just quoted, I think it was from a mash. Oh, that might have been that too. Yeah. Where uh, uh, Colonel Flagg. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking mash the movie or mash the series? Mash the TV series. Okay. Colonel Flagg at one time, I believe he said, a little pain never hurt anybody. Classic. Yeah. All right. So in the in the in the uh, song Twelve Days of Christmas," seven is what? Swans are swimming. Very good. Every now and then they'll they'll add up the cost of those items and say this is what it's going to cost. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like I hate this thing, and we might have talked about this, where they talk about the cost of going to a baseball game, and they say it costs seven hundred dollars to take a family of four. Well, they say in the price of this, you know, premium parking. Box seats. Everybody gets like three hot dogs and four sodas. Two jerseys. Two jerseys and a pennant and a this and a that. I'm thinking I could do this all for like 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. You're doing 500 bucks. Yeah. You know what? The last few times we've been there, we've gotten free tickets. Yeah. The Brewers had a pennant run here. I hadn't been to the game in five or six years. I turned to Jim. I said, let's take our teenage sons out and do that. And it was, it was fun. I think I'll do it again. Yeah, it was cheap. It was free. It was free, yeah. <laughs> and we parked like a half a mile away and walked there and mm-hmm. time for parking, mm-hmm. you know, and ate before you showed up. And, yep. you know, we, we did this all for nothing. Yeah, it was literally the day they clinched the pennant. Yeah. We paid, I paid zero. We didn't pay for, I didn't, you didn't even need anything there. So I paid zero. I walked in and we started, and we sat down in the handicap, the cushy handicap seats. Yeah. We got kicked out of there by the guy <laughs> who was, the guy came back in a wheelchair and said, hey, I was I was sitting there. He was, he was in the bathroom. 
we're sitting there. There was there was like twelve of these seats, yeah. and they took yeah. up two, so we yeah. were fine. But we but, just picked theirs. Yeah. See, I can remember going to County Stadium before they tore it down. Mm-hmm. Twenty bucks would get me in the stadium, a hot dog, cheese fries, and a soda, and all nine innings. Yeah, but that was it. Now, I'm lucky if twenty bucks gets me anywhere near the door. Yeah, I I think that the the business model of these teams have changed. It used to be a family thing. Now, I think they're aiming for people in their 20s and 30s without kids that have more disposable income. And they drink more. And there's fewer seats now than there used to be. Mm -hmm. And the seats are higher priced and they drink more. And so I really don't think, I don't mean to sound conspiratorial, but I really don't think they want families there anymore because... They can't shell out the money. The people that are single and 25 to 35, well, sure. they got the money. Yeah. All right, a couple more before we wrap up here. Seven dwarves, can we hit them all? Doc. Black, dopey, sleepy, sneezy, Grumpy, bashful. Sneezy, bashful. Happy. 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 I think wistful is I in think, there. I think we missed Tony. Avarice. We're missing avarice. Uh, we got, I think so far we have Doc, Angry. Grumpy, Happy, Sleepy, Bashful, Sneezy, and... Dopey. Dopey. But enough about Jim. Yeah. Uh-huh. Zing. How about uh, which of these wonders of the world uh, do you guys want to see the most? And which one don't you know? Let's see. The Great Wall of China. Mm. Petra. Where's Petra? What is Petra? I don't know. Well, it's a Christian rock band. Yeah, but yeah. before that, it was the seventh one of the world. There were six wonders of the world, and they just threw the extra one in there. It's still uh, Petra's. Uh, Christ the Redeemer, that's in the real. It's real. Yeah. It's real, yep. Uh, yep. That giant... Uh, yep, the big statue. Taj Mahal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Machu Picchu. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chichen Itza. Where is that? Isn't that the new Chinese place downtown? That's what I was going to say. Isn't that's what I thought, yeah. It's on, it's on Monroe Street, I think. All right, I'm going to do something while you guys talk. I'm going to find out. No, oh, no. We're using Google. It's like the third time we've ever done it on the show. Yeah. We so don't talk, Google. Talk, what, talk. Sort of think what, what, I mean, are the Hanging Gardens of Babylon in this list? Uh, those, that's the those are the ancient. Oh, we're ancient. talking the ancient. Oh, my. We're talking the modern world. The now. modern. Okay, I got, I got Petra. Petra is in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. They ride out of that thing. Oh, yeah. where, where the, the chalice, the. In Jordan. Yes. My, my man card is not going to be punched because I never saw Indiana Jones, so I'm, I'm going to apologize right off for that event. <laughs> and also, I just got to mix up with uh, Back to the Future 3. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chichen Itza is the uh, pyramids in Mexico. Oh, the, oh, the Aztecs? Oh, okay. Aztecs or Mayans? Yeah. Mayan. It's a Mayan. It's the Mayans, okay. So it's far enough south, okay, because yeah. the Aztecs were a little farther north. The Mayans were close to South America. That's right. You know what? The Mayans or on the land that the Aztecs then took over, right? And now we got this thing going on over in Israel, right? You know, the Jews were there, and the Arabs came, and the Jews are back. And even in our own country, at some point, the Spaniards can come back and say, we own Florida, we want it back. I guess it might makes right. Who's ever got the power to hold land is going to own it. And like Indian tribes, they kept taking over each other's land. So if you say, hey, Wisconsin, that should be in the Menominee hands. Well, maybe Ho-Chunk, maybe Cherokee, maybe whatever. The woolly mammoths should get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. What 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 uh what's gonna be your, your cutoff point? Because as Chris was saying too, the reason we have Death's Door up in Thor County is from a massive battle for land between two different tribes. And um they tried to uh, a late night nighttime attack and a storm came up and they lost supposedly thousands of warriors in the in the uh water. Yeah. Between Washington Island and, and Door County. 
I guess the idea is is when two cultures clash, the one that's more technologically advanced is going to win. It's just how it happened throughout history, whether it was in caveman era or currently. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily make it right, but that's just uh, what they say. Possession is nine tenths of the law, or something. Yep, like that. <laughs> that's what they say. Yeah. So anyway, we need seven tenths for this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> well, we weaved in a little bit of politics, a little bit of uh, medicine on this one. Thanks again, Dave. Yeah, Dave, we appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, gentlemen. Appreciate it as always. And Chad, nice to meet you. Yeah, and nice meeting you as well, sir. Get together as a group and uh, meet Chad and get the bromance going here. So deal. Okay, goodbye, Dave. Did it. Bye. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch Podcast when we find ourselves in a bit of a contract dispute. You've made it to the end of another Bait and Switch Podcast. Spread the word. 